We jump straight into this shit. As people are probably wondering, there's probably so much shit going on on the table. But yeah. let's just give an introduction. This is the Player Moves Only podcast, Flies Podcast in the City. My name is Isaac. I am the host. And today I'm sitting with the fucking SJ legend for Man. sure. Somebody that Man. I've been following the content for a while. And bro, like I, like I said, I showed my girl and she was dying. Man, and, thank um, you. So I just thought it would be important to bring you by. But I'm sitting with Trizzy E. From the, the late night show. Man, Trizzy E, Southside yeah. San Jose representing OG, what up? Hell yeah, man. So, um, definitely, let's like unpack the table first. Let's so, I hit it. you up. I was like, I don't know if you're hungry, but <laughs> I'm going to pull up to Mickey D's and grab some chicken nuggets. Dude, my diet like that I was supposed to be on, <laughs> fuck the diet. It's, <laughs> like, it's you know what I'm saying? Dude, it cancel. You know what I'm saying? We got Trulies on the table. We got um, one chip. Challenge, I don't know if you've heard of this. It's Ooh, like the spicy I, chip. So I've heard of it, and it's one of the scariest things I've seen on the internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things on the internet that yeah. scare me. That's the main one, because people look like they're having trouble breathing. Yeah. They can't really, like, their salvia glands go kind of off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not really hot in the streets. Yeah. If your salvia glands are off, really think about that. Is it salvia? Which, no, which induces some type of cough that isn't normal when you're coughing. Like that. Whenever you make that noise, you about to throw it. Oh, like whenever you dry make that. Yep, that's gross. So we got the hot chip. Okay. We got some Trulies. Okay. Because, you know, we chilling. I love a good Trulies. And then we got some edibles. Um, the other day, me and my co-host did a show. And we had these peanut butter cup edibles and also those uh, Oreo type like cookies. Let me see the Oreo. Can I tell you, we got so fucking high. Oh man! And and we've shot an episode right where we smoked prior. Um, you could even open that shit. You don't have to eat it. But um, we had. You can eat it later. But we had shot this episode and bro, like the first time we got high, I could not handle. Like I had smoked. Oh, this really is like a yeah, Oreo. Yeah, it's, like it's, like, it's like an Oreo. Shit. I had smoked three backwards, <laughs> and I could just not hold myself. Like, I oh. was so, so fucking lit. So, then we did this episode where we started reviewing the edibles. Mm -hmm. She was fucking out of here. Like, <laughs> I was out of here. I ended up taking six. Oh, I woke good. up the next fucking day, and I was high as fuck. Did you just fucking eat? Oh, yeah. I had peace. There I we go. Peace. I just had to see if it tasted like, like Oreo. An Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes taste they, review. What's the taste review like? Oh, not as weedy. You know what I'm saying? A nice hint of cream on it. You know what I'm saying? Not as Oreo as an Oreo, but it's not as knockoff as, you know, a dip and go. If you know <laughs> yeah, what a dip and go is, like the, you grew up poor. <laughs> that's exactly how I would describe it. No okay. cap. Um, but yeah, I was like, we're just going to bring the party pack and yeah, you know, see where she goes. And. When you said nugget, anybody who knows me knows I'll eat anything chicken. That's kind of a bad thing because, like, it's one of the few stereotypes of black people that I have to concede <laughs> to. You know what I'm saying? Like, chicken stereotype, that's not even a stereotype anymore. That might as well be in my Twitter bio. Uh, <laughs> but all the other ones, guess what? I can't dance. We just don't want them to know. I got it. I can't play basketball. I'm only 5'6". So Are you really? Yeah, I'm on the I thought five. we were like the same height. Nah, bro. <laughs> um, honestly, it's the Doc Martens blood. Oh, that might be. That <laughs> might be. Oh, I got yeah. the bouncy soles on. <laughs> so yeah, dude, that's amazing. So yeah, um, there's but, a lot to but I love unpack it. here. Um, I love it though. Yeah, hell yeah. So let's kind of start off with where you're from. Okay. And grow, what was growing up like? 
Okay. Because you're coming um, from Southside, San Jose? Yes, okay, South yeah. Side, so we'll start off with the origin story. Uh, I grew up in the South Side, of, South Side of San Jose, two blocks away from Oak Grove, on Trade Winds, right across the street from the old Taco Bell, which is not an old Taco Bell at all anymore. That is a pokey place. You know what I mean? Where is this at? This is uh, Blossom Hill and Snell. Okay. So it's like right there. I'm taking this off because this don't fit. By the way. <laughs> it's getting a little heavy. Yeah, it's getting heavy. The, hey, big faces over here. Man, green faces too. <laughs> Ask about me. But uh, nah, growing up, uh, I grew up like pretty chill. I was always like the nerdiest dude around the most like non-nerdy people. Yeah. Like, so whether them, whether them niggas was thugging, whether they were playing sports, <clears throat> chilling with girls, whatever they was doing, I was always the nerdy one. Like, oh, did you guys know that Pharrell was on the radio? Like, I was that guy, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, knew every movie, director, like, all that shit. And growing up, people always knew, like, if you called Trizzy, it was going to be a good time. I was always that way. You t bring me your birthday party. I'm the guy. <laughs> turning that bitch I'm up. I'm turning. Yo, <laughs> we spraying Mountain Dew all over the place. Yeah. But like, on a, on a, all jokes fun. aside, nah. Mm -hmm. Growing up, it was mad fun. And I've always been like the creative dude. I'm, yeah. I'm the dude who gonna tell his friends, hey, you hold this. And like, we're gonna do a bike race. And like, I've always been... Shit, even when I was by myself, you know, taking the wrestlers and literally making my own Monday Night Raw. I can't watch Monday Night Raw for too long because I got to reenact it myself. Nah, mm. I don't think Shawn Michaels would do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. kind of get into that mode. So, always just a real nerdy, creative kid. And that was all I had to do. Music was my life. Okay. BET, mm -hmm. Rap City, uh, TRL, just... Hours of that, yeah, yeah. hours of that. And for the, sure. the nostalgia now, right? Like, it's it's um, like the empty. Nothing will ever be like the MTV music videos that come on in the fucking morning, or like when you get home and you're seeing um, or TRLs. You know what I'm saying? Like TRL was legendary. What's crazy is that you see you bring up the morning. People don't know about the morning videos. First time I, the reason I can't even listen to you somebody by can't you. You hear me, Kings of Leon. You somebody. If I see that, <laughs> whoa, that that is very much an era. Yeah, I if remember. If I that hear shit. that song, I immediately think it's time to get up for school because that came on so often. Like you're talking like Panic at the Disco. Like all right, name like the 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 top artists that come to mind when you turn that shit on and MTV music videos are playing. Oh, uh, fool! Uh, Dance Dance by Fallout Boy. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um, definitely. definitely Panic at the Disco. I write sins, not tragedies. Um. Man, but you know what's crazy? I immediately, now that I think about it, I immediately think of Lollipop Lil Wayne. Shit, That yeah. played so often that it was kind of like, it kind of ruined the song. Yeah. But like, I, it's, it's one of those It's ones. just one of those, One of those yeah. ones. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I see him just on top of the bus. You know what I'm saying? I see the whole music video right now. Yeah. But yeah. Are you appreciative of, of music videos? Like, I feel like that that art these days is kind of, it's kind of getting lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, people could throw a music video with, 500 effects and just be in a fucking room. You know what I mean? See, now see, now you're going to get me angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're going to get me angry. Because yeah, uh, yeah, I, I have this argument with people all the time. It's the reason people aren't, quote, unquote, create. And there's certain people like Doja Cat, Tyler Creator. There's certain people who are taking the time 
to really appreciate music videos. Even on a smaller scene, there's people out here, Nick Deerdeck, people who are doing really solid music videos. Mm. It's just people don't appreciate music videos like that anymore because if you talk to any artist and ask them about a music video, they immediately say, well, where do you watch it? I don't know, nigga. You the artist. Where do you watch music? When you get inspiration, yeah, where do you yeah. watch? Oh, you go to YouTube. Same place everybody goes. I mean, honestly, I think that's really the only place you could it's the only intake place. that type of content, like a music video. But I mean? when they talk about it, they don't even see it as like a relevant part of the art mm, anymore. I see, I see. So to newer artists, it don't matter. It's not Because they think we don't care as consumers. Got it. I'm here to tell most artists, no, you, we do. We just are tired of y'all standing in front of a liquor store. Or we're tired of seeing you and your 30 niggas in the front room. Mm -hmm. Chief Keith did that already. We've seen that. Yeah, yeah. We've seen every style of music video. So it's how you are. It's how you separate, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. We shot a music video for uh, my homeboy Malik. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Doughboy. The video itself is whatever mm -hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the greatest thing. It's not like all about the Benjamins, but it's perfectly concepted. The intent is so pure because mm. it's making fun of every rap video. We have him playing pool. He's one of the worst pool, he'll tell you he's one of the worst pool players <laughs> yeah. ever. Like, the shots look bad yeah, like, yeah. on screen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Instead of like having 20 girls that we paid for, he's got his dog in there. Yeah. It's a whole new definition of having bitches hey, in the and, video. And just side note, don't <laughs> you know let these rappers fucking deceive you. Anybody trying to make a music video, I just hit, uh, a rapper just hit me in the DM. Yeah. And I, I had told him, I was like, damn, you got the big booty bitches in, in your video. And he's like, hey, bro, those bitches cost more than the video. I was like, bruh. I was like, bro, bruh. I know that broke the pockets. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. And like, they were they were dancers. So, I mean, I can only imagine like so how much another per hour or what I work with. Yeah. My homeboy, Flammy. Yeah. Shout out, Flammy, Southside. Forever, man. Homeboy since third grade. When I was managing managing him, we threw, you know, a little music video. And part of the music video was that he's throwing a house party. That was the whole concept. Yeah. I thought, all right, the most expensive part of this video was going to be either when we had the parking lot scene and we're bringing cars out or the house itself. Mm. Where we're throwing the motherfucking <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Is this Airbnb days? Is oh, no, no. Not, not even Airbnb. This, uh, tw this is early 26, like this summer 2016. Okay. So we know about Airbnb. That shit hasn't popped off like in that. In our right? mind, yeah. that's like, that's some baller shit. Like you need to be popping to be <laughs> yeah. on that type of level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what was the house at? Where were you guys shooting it at? Okay. Evergreen Country Club. Mm. So uh, I hear that. I'm immediately thinking, that's racks. Nope. That's the, that's the director's aunt. Ooh. Okay, I just mentioned the cars. We got low riders. We got motherfuckers burning out. Woo, woo, woo. That's a homeboy of mine. That's his homies. That's his cousin's car club. Hell yeah. Woo, woo. So what is the most expensive part of the budget? Every single girl you see in the video. And people keep asking me, oh, man, Howard, I don't want to ever hear about them. <laughs> they costed us a lot. That's what I'm saying. They costed us a lot. Everybody was like, oh, man, I bet you messed with one of them. I, I said hi. <laughs> 
I looked at all. And the high five. No, it was a very. I like to collect now. No, it was a business trend because y'all cost as much as the entire outfit. Yep, I believe it. Everything. It was like wow, and so yeah. I. I not knocking anybody's hustle. I think yeah. the way I think the way they're moving is the smartest because they know they the, they know they what everybody looking in the videos. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charge yeah. the most. Charge more than any other nigga in the. Charge more than the rapper. Hey, video <laughs> video evictions get your money. Like re- respect the hustle, but I'm just you know it's just a fact. Yeah, it's just, for <laughs> me. It's just costly. I'd rather you know. Yeah. I'd rather CGI y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I'm not the. I'm not the. Have guy. you seen um, uh, YNW Melly and Kanye West's music video? That's the Murder on My Mind video, right? No, I don't think it's Murder on My Mind. I think it was a uh, mixed personalities or something like that. I didn't see it, but yeah. people. But he but has people CGI. Yeah. He has CGI girls in there. He's, yeah, he's ahead of the game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the whole fucking music video was CGI. Hey. To be honest, didn't even know that. Shout out to a real one, yeah. CGI hey, women. Free, free, uh, free wine. Hey, there's some crazy. He's, he's being charged with some crazy shit, but cool. hey, you know, hey, I'm free a, that man. Okay, I'm <laughs> not. This is gonna sound crazy. What rapper isn't being charged with something that makes you go, what? You know, we're very much in that. Like, really, we're, we're, what? we're back into that era of music with as far as rappers go, where like they're real gangsters. You know, what I'm saying like you got. Pooh Shiesty, YNW Melly doing crazy shit. And I got a, I got one like, question for you. What? I got one question for you. Totally just derailed, but yeah. Hell no, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't, because you said that, and that's been on my mind for like Not months you, though. Now. I derailed it. No, no, <laughs> like, yeah. no that's got been, been on my mind for months. Yeah. Now. What? Like, does that make it better for you? Mm, to be honest, not for me, because I'm an adult. See like we're saying? like like I'm you're guessing you're around the same age as me. Twenty six. We're twenty six. Yeah. All right, so we're both twenty six. Like we're 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 past that, you know, point in our lives where we're like impressed by Gucci man, fucking Thank going you. off about you know fucking breaks. There was all a the time where if I found out any of my rappers were yeah. fake, yeah. I couldn't live like but here, if I would have found out Pusha T was fake yeah, when yeah. I was in high school, yeah. I would have cried. Yeah. Dead, dead ass. Would have literally <laughs> broke down in, in tears. Yeah. Cause I would have been like, dog, I mean I started doing things because of you. Yeah. So don't tell me this shit was entertainment now. Yeah. But then I started getting out of high school and I was like, Oh, I don't especially when I started working in music yeah. out here for mm-hmm. sure. I didn't want anybody's shit to be real. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any of the, like, I used to tell them, like, I hope you're not doing any of this. I knew they were, mm. but that's, that's, that's why I say free TK. We wronged that kid. We, we were out, we were the ones telling him, you gotta be real. If you, if you said you off the nigga, you actually gotta off him. Yeah. We were telling that, that's a 15 year old kid we told that to. Yeah. What do you think he did when he really caught that murder? He went in the booth, rapped about it, got in the car, dipped. And now we wonder, oh man, stop the violence! No, that was what we were promoting. Yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm all for rappers being real. Like I love Griselda. I still listen to like the most grimiest shit. Mm. I'm not gonna stop. It's just a matter of now. I look at it as Goodfellas, not a documentary. Yeah, it's a movie where I'm watching the mobsters instead of Ray Liotta. It's West Side Gun. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. You seen um Painful? Hell yeah. Hell okay, yeah. so you know the ending scene. Hell yeah. Where he's on the on the set, like now they're just rapping about everything that we we did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all it's mm-hmm. all a depiction. And so 
I mean, I, you look at something like that, and then you think, when was that movie fucking made? Like, back in the day. I mean, that was made in 2002. Exactly. It was based on some shit from the 80s. Exactly. You know <laughs> okay, yeah, and that, that was actually more recent. But anyways, my point is, like, anything that comes out after that is very much like, oh, shit. You, like, you see that a lot of these rappers, you know, once you start... Um, Getting older, you're like, you know, that shit is just, it's for the music. It's it, like, it's all a music industry, you know what I mean? You, you kind of just talk hot shit. And, and I think, and I think what's really, get fans. yeah, what's really funny to me is, you know, one of the realest rappers of all time, this is gonna sound crazy, kids, Missy Elliott. Okay. Why is that? Because she lived her raps. Everybody talks about living their raps. When Drake lives his raps, we call him a cornball. When Pharrell lives his raps, we're like, eh, not as good as Kanye. Missy lives her raps, and we, shit, get your freak on. Grown men singing, get your freak on. That's the most authentic person in rap to me. Yeah. Missy Elliott, just because. No, most definitely. The fact that grown men, okay, listen to her verse on one, two step. <clears throat> She's talking about basically seducing a nigga. Niggas in there like, yeah. One, two step. Like, we love that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And that's why she's like, but again, when, if it's about being authentic, mm -hmm. I need to start seeing Missy Elliott in y'all's top fives. Yeah, no, most definitely. And I think when it comes to, you know, us fucking with, uh, you know, particular rappers, like, it's, like, if you think about it, a lot of rappers now, like, we know they're not... Like, there's a lot that aren't... I'm not yeah. even going to name them, but yeah, we but just we know, know there's rappers know. that aren't living what they're saying. But it's very much like the youth will, like, fucking blow them. Like, blow... <laughs> pause. Will blow pause. them up, right? And um, once their social starts taking off, you know, once they start getting the bread, then it's like, at that point, they're kind of on top. Now you got top-level production. You came from this gutter-ass music, but now you're a little more cleaned up for the label and... You know what I'm saying? That's how people get washed out, though. Okay. I like what you said there, because you get the top-level production. You get the you get the spotlight, right? Exactly. Why do niggas hate on Bow Wow? He mm. got... Okay. Cuz was 14. Cuz was 14. Yeah. He's on the hood right now. He got now. hits, too. He got Pharrell production. He got Timbaland beats. Yeah. Whoop-de-whoop. Nigga was the nigga. He got Snoop writing for him. Yep. All the shit. What did he do that was so cool? I'm waiting to, like... I think it was, I think, I, I want to say that do? it was probably a, a, a few moves that he had probably made as his career, you know, progressed. Yeah, but, but they want to clown him for, like, the Mike movies. But that's the, what's funny you know is, what is you just said, there's a nigga who can portray... Is it like Mike? Yeah, yeah like Mike. They want to clown him a, for the like Mikes. There's a nigga who can portray the hood shit, and we love it. We're like, oh, yeah. that nigga getting it, yeah. like... Let's say 21 Savage is completely faking the funk. Mm. Not saying he is, because he scares me. <laughs> like, I'm scared of that nigga. Yeah, yeah. But let's say he is, right? Yeah. We watched him get hella big. Talking about this murder and that. Gang murder, shit. yeah. Slaughter mm. gang, all that. Whoop de whoop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he came out and said one day, guys. I'm from I, the UK, for real, for real. For real, for real. Like, to the <laughs> point where I like soccer. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Never, never had the blower on me at all. Yeah. We we feel like we got duped, but we still gonna play this. We still we 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 could justify it a lot more. Mm. Niggas heard Drake wasn't writing and said, but the, you know but this shit kind of go though. We heard Rick Ross wasn't really selling any dope. Yeah, and now he's bigger than ever. 
You know what I'm saying? We got bottles of his shit right there. Like, that's hip-hop. And I fucked with that. Yeah. As an adult. Yeah. High school me, all this shit would have been corny. I would have called this yeah. all dumb. Probably Because it's used, not authentic? You probably, wouldn't think that it wasn't authentic? I probably would have used other words that are not allowed nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, I would have. <laughs> it would have been dumb. I can bleep him out. It would have. Nah. <laughs> yeah, we can give him an nah. idea. Nah. nah. Just let the, the beginning of it slide in. Nah. <laughs> on, on the late night show, we bleep out a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on purpose. Um, we're, we're, I mean, there's a couple things that we have to bleep out. But, but to stick to uh, what you're saying. So, um, like, how do we break this down? If, um... If you had to say, like, what is it? What 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 is it that a consumer of music wants? Do they want the authenticity or do they want the sound? Like, is it like if it makes you fucking move? They want convenience. Like, okay. They don't care if you're authentic or not, but they also don't care if you sound good or not. They care about convenience. The reason Drake is the most popular thing of all time is because they know he's gonna come out. It's not a Kanye if. Mm. That's why people hate Kanye. The nigga drop when he drops, yeah, you it's all you see. We ain't heard about a thing since Don to drop. Mm-hmm. We ain't heard about what he's doing. We ain't heard about him and Kim Kardashian. We ain't heard about nothing since Don to drop. Because that's what he do. He drops music, drops some shoes, Dips and then off. he bounce. Kendrick, same thing. People hold Kendrick in a high regard because it's like, all right, dude, you're that good to where you can dip off. But they doing it with Rihanna. Rihanna, the most popular woman in music. Mm-hmm. We still asking her when's the album coming. Nigga, she selling lingerie. Shut up. She ain't. She ain't focused <laughs> on. Give a fuck about she ain't no focused music. on any of you niggas yeah. right now. That's yeah. all real shit. Yeah. So we want convenience. So if you ain't being convenient enough, that's why niggas clown chance to rap. So so for example, <laughs> like just so like I'm clear on what you're saying. So you're saying like people just don't even give a fuck if Rihanna puts any type of. Uh, you know, art or like puts herself in she that album. Like they just want her to drop it. Yeah, she was announced as a billionaire, exactly. And not one. And you know what's crazy? The smallest chunk of the money she made is music. Niggas literally were quoting the tweet saying, "But where's the album though?" She looking at you like, "Nigga, I'm in France. Suck my yeah. dick." Like that's <laughs> yeah. what she's saying to y'all. Yeah. We lit like J Cole. The reason he people start. Talking about him like he's God is yeah. because, yeah, he lay low, but when he come out, he's on every feature. He's there for the whole year. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. It's why the Littles always are, for right now, they're going to be bigger than anybody we think was big when we were in high school. All right, let, let's break it down then. So let's let's just put um, Kendrick, J. Cole, Rihanna, let's just use them as examples. Okay. They've reached... Uh, level in their music career where you know it's like we've heard like this fucking uh, authentic genuine new sound from them already yeah so it's like do we do do people really expect them to like you know fucking recreate a, their own like a new sound for themselves like, I love, like I is, love there, that. is there I really that anywhere question. for them to go I love that question should you dip off out of the music at, once you reach a, a certain uh, notoriety or like you know what I mean uh, it's like see, what do you where do you go from that point like obviously Rihanna fucking did her thing with the lingerie Fenty if you if you ask me personally like as yeah. an artist like yeah. if I was them yeah 
I'd bounce. You'd bounce. I'd bounce. Like There's if I was her, I'd bounce. Just keep doing my shit. Yeah. And guess what? If I'll pop out on like some legendary shit where you see me at the Grammys and then I remind you who the fuck I am. Cause like for example, uh, Kid Cudi, like he drops one of the most legendary albums, Man on the Moon, and people are so you know hungry for like that sound. That they want to pressure, you know, I can only imagine, like, being an artist of that status and being pressured by the internet, you know what I mean? Like, right now, we, like, can you imagine fucking having thousands of comments, thousands of tags, thousands of mentions, and, like, like saying, like, hey, drop Man on the Moon 4, you know what I mean? And and he's already past that point in his life, though, so it's like, do you succumb to the pressure of, like, trying to fucking, (laughs) like, bring that for the fans, or do you just say, man, I'm fucking past that, like, I did what I did for the culture, and now I'm done. Well, this is important for artists on a smaller level to hear this, because Mm -hmm. if you're on a big level, yeah, you could, quote-unquote, do whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that now. These artists could do whatever. Yeah. If they're at the high, high enough stature, but the reason Kid Cudi always gonna be a legend, I don't gotta like any of the Cudi music. I like one album by that dude. He ain't a legend to me, but the reason I have to respect his legendary status, dude, I watch Drake do what you do. I watch Kid Cudi, I mean, I watch Travis Scott do what you do. I watch Kanye himself do what you do. Mm-hmm. If you would've dropped one album after the one everybody copied, you'd be a legend based off that alone, based off your family tree. Mm. So if you're on a high enough artist, you could do whatever. But the reason for young enough artists and like where they are in their careers, Mm. yeah, what you're saying is super important because it's like, no, I don't got to stay in your face. I just got to be so, you got to double down on what you think is creative. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling like, you know what? They don't want to hear me yell on the no yell. It's what you don't think. Try it all. If you're that low level of an artist, try it all because we ain't listening. Are you a fan of XX Tentancio? Uh, XXX. I'm a fan of. I'm a Our fan Juice of, World. Any of those newer guys? I'm not a fan. Like I don't listen to it on yeah. my on my own. Like yeah. on my own accord. But did you hear like? I when appreciate it was that. Okay. No, I respect the fuck out what they do. Mm. Like the ski mask and all these type nigga. Mm. I respect that shit just because it's like. These dudes took that just, they took punk rock and made it not only rap, but it's literally like, they want me to hate it. Mm. They're they're like, oh yeah, Mr. Hippity Hip Hop nigga, call us whack. Yeah. When people at our festivals are breaking whole ass noses to be in our shit. Yeah. Like a Kendrick Lamar compared to like a Florida fucking you, new upcoming. I've you know been to a Kendrick concert. Yeah. That shit's very calm. That shit's very <laughs> yeah, peaceful. It, yeah. Like everybody's just like, oh man, I respect the art. You like, ever been to a YG concert? Oh my god, bro! Like hype. that's that that suit actually. Yeah, fucking YG walked past me uh, at Shoreline App Theater one mm-hmm. time, and I was just like, holy fuck, that's YG right there. YG. But um, yeah, I'm sure he would love your suit. Hey man. Big bracken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> But no, nah, I think I think what them young dudes do is like crazy because mm-hmm. again, I don't gotta like any of it. Mm-hmm. But it's seeing what the hell like that's the energy that what their I, creativeness brings, right? Like I mean, what? in high school, I thought it was weird. People thought I was weird that I was mosh pitting to music. Like in the hood, mm-hmm. niggas were like 
you're not white, dog. Yeah. Like, you're not a white boy. And it's not. And by the way, you're not mosh pitting to rock. I'd be listening to Flocka, like, pushing niggas. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. You're supposed to just head bod and occasionally oh, shake dreads. Yeah, yeah. That's another original right there. But. Yeah, walk is one of them. It's t- 10 years later. Cardi yells, open up the pit at his concert. And it's like, dude, they got an energy that you can't avoid. Yeah. The ooh, like Uzi and them set the tone for that. Cardi yeah. set the tone for that. Yeah. Chief Keef set the tone for these little niggas to be like, oh, I don't got, forget even rhyming. I don't even got to have my voice yell. Cardi with the baby voice. Like they started, they started looking at this rap game as like, Man, this is a playground, bro. I want to say, like, Young Thug, Cuddy. Thug, I forgot. Yeah, uh, I forgot Thug, yeah. Uh, Lil Wayne. These are a lot of the guys that kind of, you know, gave the sauce. And younger, the younger generation was like, oh, shit. I could take, no rules. I could, like, Cuddy with the humming. Young Thug had no fucking rules. Like, this dude was like, uh... Fucking rich lifestyle, bro. What the fuck was he saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was just so like. I never heard the word beginning said that way. I never <laughs> you know heard the word saying? beginning said I still don't way. even know what the fuck he's saying. I mean, son, uh, yeah, see, we already, 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 already about to fuck it up. We was already about to fuck it up. Sorry, son. Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck up Thug's lyrics, but. Yeah, anyways, I'm not rap genius. My, yeah, my point with that is just like, uh, it, I feel like it gets to a point where, you know, it's, does authenticity really matter? You know, is it more of it like, matters in your style, not in not in the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? The style of what has to be genuine. I know Uzi really a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the diamond on his head is. Yeah, really I like, know he's really a nutcase. So when I hear the music and I hear him just go and then when I'm eh, when he he does all that shit, I'm just it's like, like him. That's so, him. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think he's in the studio hitting the shoulder. Rolls. But see, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, for example, like somebody like Uzi has hit that point in his career where he doesn't need to release music because he's he's very much like done what thug did over mm-hmm. however amount of time and within like what but fucking you, a few years do you think larry june needs to always release music does he need to does release he need to release music? i think larry june is so authentic that it's to the point where like he does he he releases it because he wants to release that and shit you know what i'm saying like and that's it's very what, much and like that's what we're getting at and right we, yeah and we you love that saying? shit you know what i'm saying we love that's how authentic he is that we're like oh dude anytime you please give please give me whatever you got because yeah. i know you're in the studio just feeling it you you got into the booth and you made that when thug oh, yeah. when thug gets into the booth it's super authentic we're like I don't know what he said, but hell yeah, because you feel it. Wayne gave us that when we were kids. Like, mm-hmm. when I speaking on the first question, like, earlier, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I grew up huge Wayne fan, huge, like, Wayne, Pharrell, and Jay mm-hmm. were my everything growing up. Jay, because he was, like, the only, like, my mom li- listened to rap, yeah. but, like, she, like, listened to the most popular rap. Mm. She didn't have a lot of rap CDs. You get what I'm saying? Mm. She had, like, Mariah Carey and Britney and all that shit, Yeah, right? she was listening to, like, the radio. Like, yeah. I don't love them. I don't fuck them. Yeah. I don't fucking So, do. when she heard... Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you know what's crazy? When she heard Big Pimmin, she thought that was tight. My mom's Damn, young. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, when she heard Big Pimmin, she thought that shit was tight as yeah. fuck. Yeah. So, she had every J CD. Mm. So, okay, I'm a young kid and I know... Faith Evans and I know Mary J. Blige, mm. but I also know the like the B side records of J. Shit. Mm. So that's why he was special because 
he had to have done something to where the hoodest of hood niggas were playing him in the barbershop. Mm. A little white girl from San Francisco was playing this shit, too. Like, that's hard. Yeah. Pharrell was influential just because he's unapologetically him. And then you have Wayne. Wayne was so different because, well, we're talking about authenticity and all this. He checks every box. Every box, The dude yeah. literally... From bars to style to, to fucking... Uh, work ethic. Yeah, he was just crazy. Everything, like... Yeah. I, I explain to people all the time, the reason Carter Three is my favorite Wayne album isn't because I think it sounds the best. Mm. It's because how is that the album that you had to hurry up and make? Because the first album got, the first Carter three got leaked. Mm. It got leaked three months before that they had to basically take records that they had from a year ago and just be like, record on this, record on that. And he still made like, who makes a milli in two weeks? Like, we need a we need a single. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me just do something that has no hook. The beat is the hook. He's a legend. A man. milli, dude. A, a milli. milli is fucking crazy. And then to sell that at the time too, it's like you almost. I want to say that like I didn't see it. That's when so it first nuts. came out. I was like, that's nuts. The fuck is that? Because it's such a weird song. Yeah, it's such a weird song that you're like, this is what you're gonna. This is your radio joint. Yeah, this is what you're gonna send out. Yeah, and I, that shit was on the radio like every. Doof. Hey, like that that would that, that would never happen again. Crazy, nah. Like the reason that would never happen again is just because WAP exists. I love WAP. I've been mad drunk, and guess what? Same <laughs> Megan's part. I rapped Megan's part. I'm dead ass serious. Yeah. I've been that drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? Yeah. It prove it proves literally like me saying, yeah, WAP exists. That no. Uh, there will never be an Amelie on the radio just yeah. because somebody not only that big has to take the risk, but you also got to be that talented to where we're saying every, like, every bar people know yeah. of Amelie. That's crazy to even think about yeah. till this day. Yeah. So. Man, fucking, dude, great conversation. I Like, so remember what we were talking about, like, Pharrell? Like, I knew. I was like, once we fucking start chopping up, the music shit is just going to fucking go out the door because we're going to be on top of it but I'm the, I'm the biggest music guy. yeah let's let's see let me see so we we really stemmed off of the videos but yeah so from videos um just just to give an example you uh were a part of gifts music video like i mean we or how did that work because that was here right we, were you nah, guys recording uh well we shot one scene here the mm. the newspaper scene here, yeah but that was a that was Tyler Costa, shout out him. He shot that with his homeboy, and we just wanted some. We wanted some dope. Yeah, like we knew because I got a million ideas. This was one of the first ones where it was like he came to gift came to me and was like, "I want to kind of do something like this," and like he he kept pointing out that car scene that he's in. Yeah, and he was like, "I want to do something like this," and I was like. Hell yeah! Like, I want to see it because like I was like I don't even know how we're gonna shoot that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And so as he started mapping it out, it started getting way more creative, and I started like kind of just looking at at least the treatment we had. And yeah. I was like, whoa, this isn't just him rapping anyway. And he's a fucking a phenomenal rapper. Dude, yeah, no, that uh, that song that he did for 
for that video. Yeah. So good. Damage good. Damage good is coming soon, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, that for me, that was just sick because yeah. I'm a big proponent of just like if an artist has a vision, dude, do not compromise that shit. I don't care if I'm the one saying, well, the budget. No, no, no. We got to make it happen, dude. Does somebody got to sell some work? Like, yeah. what well, needs to happen <laughs> yeah, yeah. to where you get that proper budget? Get it done. And when I tell you uh, my business partner, Asia, she was in there hanging newspapers, newspapers too. Like, fuck. every part of the process. See, that's exactly why. Build it yourself mode. Yeah. And build that, it yourself. Then that's what I was, like, getting at with the video. Like, yeah. um, you know, the creativity that goes into an artist's vision um, for, you know, people to really get to know them. And so I think it's important, you know, for artists to take that serious. But yeah. to see somebody from San Jose do that, I think that's so sick. You know I mean? The the, the moment that I, I played it and it's fucking going scene to scene mm -hmm. and seeing it, like, from the car to the room with the newspaper to him just fucking rapping into the camera, it's like, mm -hmm. dude, it's legendary shit. Like, that shit... It's for the city, you know uh, what I mean? And a big thing for the and city. And what's super big to me, love that you love it first and foremost. Let's just get that out the way. I think the biggest thing for me is that I want to see everybody who, I don't care if you a 16-year-old kid, man, grab your partners, sit in a room, say every idea y'all got. Me and my friends, even the ones who don't work in this entertainment shit, we sit in a room and we'll smoke for hours and like <laughs> part of where this whole red suit idea comes yeah. from is just like this originally was this wardrobe came from me wanting to play a hitman. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like I wanted to make my own Pulp Fiction, but I was like, nah, hmm. What if the hitman was your late night host? What if he was your Jimmy Fallon? Okay, all right. And so as we're smoking weed, we're yeah. like, "Well, what would the kid? What would he do?" Yeah. Oh well, to cover up that he's a hitman, he would just make corny dad jokes. Yeah, and and just to narrate for the podcast listeners, anybody yeah, listening to the audio, yeah. so we're gonna transition a little bit towards the late night show yeah, that you yeah, now sure. have. We're talking about the red suit that you wear each episode. Yeah. And so, yeah, continue. Uh, like how, uh, how this idea came about. Well, and you have a series on YouTube. Yeah, called, Too Late with Trizzy E. Yeah. Um, please check it out. First season is out right now. <clears throat> season two in the works. Season two, very much in the works right now. Um, I just actually talked to Pierre and Asia about that. They're very excited. But the idea came from, like I said, Wanted to be a hitman, whoop de whoop. And as we started, like, kind of just writing what, like, what would the interview questions sound like, it started becoming more of a parody of what my, like, all-time dream was. Yeah. And my, yeah. and what's crazy is my all-time dream literally is to be a late-night host. Let's see if you make this, yeah, you make this pass. Sure no. Yep. Oh, yo. Yo. Like out the camera, but we were good. We're good. Yes, yeah. yes. I'll drink to that. Score. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, yeah. So you're. But um, it, the, what, what sparked the red suit though? Oh, because of the hitman. Well, that was the hitman. But thing. like, so you've had the suit. You even got the custom interior on this. Yeah, shit. it's like, like all. It's just handmade. Like, who made this? Or well, like, where did this come from? The red suit without it is just fashion. Oh over. shit! Yeah. But you. This got to be some early fashion over. Yeah, it's like, this is like, again, I've had this idea since like 2017. Okay. And so, but what happened with the Hitman idea was just, it didn't seem fun. Mm -hmm. 
it didn't seem like something I would want to shoot. My dream was always to be a late night host, like ever since I was a little kid. Because I saw like my grandpa, he'd stay up and just watch, and he didn't even watch it and stay awake. That was how he went to sleep. So <laughs> yeah. I'd just be in the room like, oh, this nigga watch asleep. Yeah. Let me watch David Letterman, see what he's talking about, right? And it always seemed like the it seemed like the best job to have in entertainment. You fucking got to interview famous people all day. You heard musicians play live music, and then you told jokes that, by the way, even if they weren't funny, they held an applause sign. You, you better fucking laugh. Yeah, like, I'm that like cool. Laugh now. Now. I love that. For some reason to me, that just seemed dope. Like, yeah. all right, yeah. you don't even got to be funny to do this job? Yeah. Bet. So, ever since I was a kid, that seemed like the dream job. Like, let's work hella hard Hell yeah. just to do that. Which, by the way, now that I know... Like, they work every day. They only get a month off out of the year. I was like, wow, terrible job. That's a <laughs> terrible entertainment <laughs> job. Might as well be a yeah. porn like porn cameraman at yeah. that point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They at least get yeah. months off. Yeah. But, but so, yeah, they don't, because they can't shoot prior. Like, it, everything's got to be up to date. The only times they ever have previously Pre- recorded episodes yeah. is during the holidays. That's and the then they even time. have a stand-in. Like, somebody will come and they'll host for See, them, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's an all-year job. Got and it. so, it sounds cool until you realize, like, damn. Like, it's the only job in entertainment that is all year. Even SNL has three months off. So, I was always, so I was like, you know what? Combining the Hitman idea with just a lifelong dream and where, kind of where I was at mentally at the time, I was like, you know what? This is the time. I need to do something that's so non-serious because I had been doing journalism and actually interviewing people since I started. So since 2015, at like nine, literally since 20 years old, I've been seriously interviewing people, trying to get artists. Like I had a podcast called The Blunt Conversation. Uh, I had a YouTube show called In the Crates. Tradecraft Radio, all this was trying to put artists on. People weren't taking me seriously. They would literally watch the show and tell me I was funny. I was like, well, thanks, but, like, did you, like, like the interview? And they'd be like, no, 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 oh, that was dope, my nigga, but, like, when you gonna do a thing? I'm like, that was the thing. (laughs) That was the thing. (laughs) Yeah. This time, because of just where I was mentally, I was like, they're right. Let's do the the thing. thing. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah. But I want people that I would seriously interview to come on the show because I just want to talk to them. I'll talk to them after. The shit I want to know, I'll talk to them after. So we literally, I made the guest list and it was a bigger guest list for season one, but you know, scheduling. But first episode, there, there's no watch. There's no chain. There's no nails. The hair's kind of Condense. Mm. All you have is the red suit, the socks, and that was it. And I was just like, I know exactly what I'll do for the whole show. And this is where my nerve brain kicked in. He's so bad that he gets richer off the show. Like, he's so bad, but he's... That's what we want. That's Jimmy Fallon. That's Jimmy Kimmel, right? We want the corny host. We want the corny white guy host. Yeah. Keep in mind, there's, on a political note, 
There's been no black late night host on network television since 1996. Which was... Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall, hell yeah. So since 1996, they have not seen a black person call themselves a late night host. Jesus Mero can call themselves late night host, but you're on Showtime. Mm -hmm. You got to pay for that. Which started from a podcast, right? Started from a podcast, exactly. So as far as late night host that a six-year-old woman can watch on ABC or NBC... Ain't seen a black dude since 1996. That's one year younger than me. I thought that was embarrassing. So I was like, fine. We're going to make every guest, except for the season finale, every guest be black. I'm going to act super white because that's what they want. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of it, the whole narrative is that every time he does an interview, he gets more popular. So, after episode one, episode two, add the nails. Oh, oh, he must have got to Hollywood and got, you hear, it's the amusing what people say about when black people get more famous, that's kind of the joke. Mm. Oh, he got to LA and he got turned out. Okay, cool. Add the watch, add the chain. Oh, of course he got to flex his money, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just starting these little narratives. So by the time you get to L.A., the finale year is guns, money, money. on the floor, <laughs> yeah, 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 guns, money, reds, like everything's just super amped. And it was all based in the idea of just like, if we're going to do a late night show, if I'm going to be this childhood dream, mm. forget, forget making it entertaining. I want it to feel like we know that guy. When you see the red suit, you're like, oh, I know what he's about to do. When you see the nails and the chains, you're like, oh, man, I, he wears them because of it. It's not because he's trying to flex on me. When I do the laugh, that's a genuine, people don't get, that's not me faking a laugh. That's a genuine ass laugh. Yeah. That's like, but it's because I make myself laugh. So I write these jokes in my head and I do that in my head. People are just finally seeing it. People who know me have heard that laugh for years. They're just finally going, oh, okay, now. It's just, I'm using these very loud things, not to get your attention, but to feel like, you sly dog, you got me. All right, man, I'll watch the show. You know what I mean? Got it. I'll watch the show. Because at the end of the day, it's Trojan Horse. If you actually you actually do get to know these artists. When I interview Gift, him saying he prefers wings over tacos simply because when you're watching a playoff game, you'd rather order... That's so in-depth about something so... Who gives a fuck? Yeah. But you now know a person because you know he likes basketball. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know more about a person than you did just being on fucking Hot 97. That's real shit. So, yeah, you don't get those, like, cushioned questions, right? Yeah. Like, those, those very, like, generic yeah. uh, interview-type styles. Yeah, and it's like the whole late-night show is it's a, it's really an experiment. Mm. It's an experiment to see that, like, what do you as a want as a consumer? Do you want me to continue to be as loud as possible? Because I can. Mm. But if that's the case, just know that these artists are going to keep coming 
And now you're watching people you would never listen to. I'm Trojan horsing you. So it's like, it's an experiment completely, but I'm living a dream Mm. that they don't even know. They don't even know that fucking eight-year-old Trizzy's like, oh my God, you're a late night host? We did it. We did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're hype. Yeah. So it's all, it's all just running with a game. That's super dope, man. To hear the inspiration behind that, because like watching it, I definitely see what you're doing. Like, I, like I'm, I'm watching it more of like from like uh, a consumer uh, point of view, but also at the same time, like I'm very much like a behind the scenes guy myself. So like watching, I'm like, okay, I see what this guy's doing, and and I love it. Like it's dope. So you know, seeing the finale where you're just like going in on this guy, and he's very like you know trying to compose himself, but also like answering your being mm-hmm. respectful and answering your questions. Yeah. So dope, bro. Thank so you. like I think I think the fact that um like you're like you said you're very much like experimenting mm. so uh season two like do you already have an idea of like i guess you're gonna be bringing it no in i do have the idea like for where it's bo- gonna go both uh if i could i can't obviously give too much yeah, but yeah. i can't say this much about the season two is that it's what it's what happens to a kid from the ghetto who not just got money but doesn't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? That's now the idea of season two. <clears throat> so there's going to be an episode where, yeah, I'm just rude. Because we know we've seen niggas like that when they mm-hmm. get money. That they're just like, I can't, oh, I can't even talk to this guy anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But then another part of me is like, there's going to be an episode where it's just my niggas on. Because what does everybody talk about? Putting your niggas on. I'm literally doing that. Yeah, how that that's tight as fuck. How that episode goes, God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> the only part, by the way, just so I could say this, like it feels good to say this after season one. The yeah. only parts that are written on the show are just my questions. Everything else is just. I know what I'm gonna say next. He doesn't. I don't know what he's gonna say next. The camera guy don't know what I'm gonna say next. Yeah. My manager doesn't know what I'm gonna. No one knows what I'm gonna say next. I do because it's on a paper that and by the way those cards there's literally nothing on those cards <laughs> I figured there's nothing on them spoiler alert yeah. everybody there's nothing on the cards yeah. I might now that I said that I might actually start writing shit on the cards but it might just be like it's like you show the camera yeah but it might just be like something like you gotta buy eggs nah, for the or like, a, fucking, like a, a drawing of like the scenario that's going on in front of you like, that'd be hilarious it's a doodle they're gonna ask me what are you drawing it's a picture of boobies <laughs> like, oh man he's so not focused dude fucking dope so yeah like that was one of my biggest questions like um you know what the inspiration was and now knowing like you know it's it's very it all very much seems premeditated like you you know you go in there with the vision and you're just like executing well, I'm a, doing something that nobody in san jose is doing i'm a big you know what I'm, I'm a so, big proponent of well intent but i'm also big like i put the cape on like i carry the flag for the idea of no one's gonna care if you don't. A lot of niggas don't care about this. And I mean a lot of it. A lot of niggas, they'll tell you like, oh man, I put out a song and it got whoop-de-whoop plays and you're like, that's cool, but like, what happens? Like, how do you feel about the song? Yeah. Ah, it's whatever. No, okay, then don't talk to me. Like, you gotta, I care about this shit. Like, one thing I really care about 
And my friends make fun of me all the time because they don't, again, they don't give a fuck about any of this mm. red suit, cameras, any of it. We always kind of joke about just the idea of just like Trizzy can look at, they know why I sit like this because mm. I'm trying to show off socks. They know why I, why the camera is the way, like, because I've said it a million times before it ever became a thing. Mm. I was just in that front room smoking weed or in that garage smoking weed, and I'd be like, hey, so, uh, like, would this be cool if every time I said a joke, I just kept looking at my notes like there was something there, and they would be, and they would always go, yeah. I mean, it's funny, bro, but, yeah. like, what you really got to do is, and that's why I don't even look at the notes. I just put them over my mouth because it's all, it's little shit. When yeah. you realize someone cares, the most low-budget thing becomes, that's why we love, like, really shitty internet things because at a certain point, someone cared to make it. So it could be so it could be like Gondam style. Yeah. We'll make fun of it all day and be like, oh, this nigga whack, whoop de whoop. But the shit is out of here. Like because now he the cared. world is exposed to it. Yeah. Because he cared. Yeah. Whatever he was feeling that day, Gondam style was what he was feeling. It's when we, we we know what care looks like. The reason niggas is making fun of that Drake album right now is cause it sound like he don't care. I'm listening to Certified Lover Boy and I'm like, dude, you sound like you don't wanna be here. Like, I'm listening to the entire project like, you're just going with the motions. I sing here. I rap here. Oh, I do both here. Like, it's like... But see, that's my point. Or and well, I fuck with Drake Tough. Yeah. It's just, I'm just saying in the long grand yeah. scheme of things, it's like, caring and how you feel. The reason people make fun of movies is because, oh, man, nobody's original with movies anymore. Mm. But everybody watch Marvel movies. Mm. So you guys don't really care about originality. You care about people giving you attention to detail. Yeah. Marvel and Disney, they are the kings of that shit. They have shit from 2009 that's popping up now. Yeah. That mattered in 2009 that yeah. we didn't even see. Loki was introduced in 2012. Yeah. It's the yeah, biggest show now. show. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's a, that's a long game. Well, just to, just to touch back on Drake, like, I think that's a great example back, you know, to our to plug into our earlier conversation mm -hmm. when it comes to the artist. Like, he's already accomplished every sound that he could possibly make and as, exactly. as far as his artistic, um, you know, skill level allows him to. And he's tried so many sounds. And so too. now at this album, it's very much just kind of, it, you know, it might be newer, but it it almost sounds repetitive to us because we've already heard him touch on the singing. We've already heard him touch on the rapping. There, there is, to your point, you know I mean? to double down on it, there isn't one song on Certified Lover Boy that you can't go to another album and find the better version. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, definitely. Stallions. I mean, with, but with 10 I albums, love, though, I, I mean, mean, like, how far can you go? You well, might as well fucking start well, doing, like... That's why some I'll, type of fucking pop. I mean, he's a pop star. Well, you know? that's why I always can, tell people he could touch anything. If you want to make albums past the letter, past the number five, you have to do the same, but not the same thing like Drake's doing. Because Drake's again, Drake's an anomaly. Mm. But the reason Jay 
to make 13 albums is because sonically they don't sound the same, but what he's rapping about on Reasonable Doubt in 1996, he rapped about on 444. Now, does he sound more mature? Do the beats sound better? Does his flow sound a little bit more polished? Yes. Same content. Push a T. He could keep putting out music because it's the same. Are you going to get new fans? For- no. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep it. Mm-hmm. But the reason Method Man and Red Man are still the most popular touring act in Europe is because they never once switch. Currency puts out music every week, it feels like. But I'm going to keep listening because that my friends... Even if I don't download the album, mm. they gonna play it because it's like, well, you know, that's what we smoke weed to. Mm. If you got consistent fans, make consistent music. See, and, <laughs> and I think it's important too that you know artists realize that you know a lot of a lot of people have those singles, those big hits yes. that they could really eat for a lifetime. Yeah. They just fucking go perform that. I think where they fuck up though is where when they try to. Uh, you know, create create what they created the first time around, and it's a failure. And now you're falling off because that's my like, knock on Nas. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? That's my knock why on the Nas, Nas right there is not Nas. And again, I'm about to get some hate from some hip hop. What are you talking baby. about? Like his last? Well, I no, hope no, you're no. not on that last album because that last album was no, crazy. The King's, the King's Disease is cool. Hell I good. fuck with it. Yeah, I it fuck was, with it. Uh-huh. Tough. But what I'm saying is the reason King's Disease also is that's actually that's like his four four four. That's like Jay Z's four four four. You know what's crazy? That actually proves my point. Mm. King's Disease isn't him making Elmatic. That's not him trying to make an Elmatic. When I listen to all his other albums, kind of until Life Is Good, which came out 2012, Mm. literally since 1994, when Elmatic came out. After that, you tried to make that. Mm. So you, if you listen to every album that he has after Illmatic, you can see him just. Well, this worked. Mm. He's still yeah. he's still taking risk, but yeah. the songs he's taking risk on are actually the ones that we like. If I ruled the world, Uchi Wally, like I could go on for days. The one of the, the ones that were his most popular records, the ones that people actually love, mm. are the ones where he was taking risk. It's the ones where he played safe and he was just Nas. Yeah, dude, we heard that. And you know what's crazy? That album is a classic. It's 10 unskippable songs. Yeah. Don't ever try. But that means don't try it again. Exactly. Because it's that part two. But that's where the ego comes in. The, the The fans are like... Oh, dude, that fucking last album was so sick. The next one's gonna be even better. You know what I mean? But like, it doesn't work like that. Like, the, unless they really care about the music, the reason because you might just get a fucking the reason I copy really, and paste. Well, that's one thing. But yeah. the reason I really love Kendrick is, and he's not in my like top really like I wouldn't even say fifteen rappers. Yeah. But the reason he's like, I look at him and like, people gotta follow what Cuz did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your first album is, we're going to, let's take away Section 80. Let's say Section 80 doesn't mm. exist. Poof. Your first album is still Good Kid, Mad City, no matter what. The amount of motherfuckers who after that 
would have just said, I gotta make a new version of Mad City with a yacht, yacht, yacht. I gotta make a new bitch, don't kill my vibe. I gotta make all that. The nigga made a jazz album for the next one. Yeah. That's literally saying to your audience, trust me. Just trust me for five seconds. I promise you, if I let you down, roast me. Yeah. That's where Kanye is the best. Yeah. Kanye's like, if I make a shitty album, y'all tell me. We, niggas hated on Yeezus. What did he do? I love Yeezus, by the way. Niggas hated on that call. Oh, what the fuck is this? This nigga garbage, bro. He making blood on the... Fuck this nigga, man. <laughs> yeah. Daft Punk. That you ass. bitch ass nigga. Go back to them polo days, nigga. You whack ass nigga. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, how... That's what I'm saying. When it comes... I think it, when it when but the fans are so loud, that? though, like, when you have so much fucking... But what did he put out after that Yeezus? Uh, what did come after Yeezus? Life of Pablo. Pablo. Uh, that's right. And it was back to, like... But, like, it will never touch a graduation, though. Like, he nothing he can do. To. Yeah, exactly. Like, but that's why I elevated. the best at it is... Exactly. He heard the noise and said, I know what you want. Mm. Life of Pablo... Is in no way graduation. It's in no way any of those. It's not even my beautiful dark twist fantasy, which is a perfect. Which is album. the best album. The best yeah, one for sure. Smart man. Yeah, definitely. But the reason people love Life of Pablo so much is because he did that on purpose. Mm. He literally said, "I'm gonna make young nigga the album. I'll make all y'all thinking I went too fashion. I'm over here in Paris listening to Daft Punk, trying to get in my fashion bag, arguing with Louis Vuitton." Okay, y'all want me to get hip-hop? Watch this. I'm going to get Young Thug on a record. I'm going to get Andre 3000, and he not even going to rap. Yeah. It's going to say featuring Andre. He not even going to. I'm going to get Ty Dolla Sign. I'm going to get Post Malone. I'm going to get the. Who was the hottest nigga on the charts? Call me whack now. And we fell for it. We listen to people call Life of Pablo one of his best. Y'all felt. Of course he did. He that's why he's the best at it. When he puts out that Yay album and he goes to Wyoming. Oh, the nigga genius. whack as fuck. He's a fucking genius. No, though. but he did it on purpose because he's yeah. like, uh-uh, you guys can't say that anymore. Yeah. You guys can't say my projects are whack. Yeah. And this is a, this <laughs> you is a miss like anymore. this is a miss like the whole mental health issues, the Yeezy drops. Like there's so he's just fucking creating so much fucking noise all around himself to where like he could literally like have everybody like Kanye, Kanye this, Kanye mm -hmm. that, Kanye this and then he could just be like shh, drop. Don't and worry then everybody, about it. Nobody gives a fuck about the Trump shit. Like nobody's giving a fuck about the mental issues. Like he just dropped the album. Go listen to the fucking album. Now his shit's charting. Like it's just fucking people craziness. Always, when I diss Kanye people always say oh is it because of the Trump shit or that. It's like I'm letting you know right now. I don't um, think he really fucked with Trump. Well, and, I'm gonna let you know, not, like not that it's important, but I like just to kind of throw a you know a every, small detail out there. Every billionaire, I'm gonna let you know right now, probably voted Trump. <laughs> just saying that off top. <laughs> this is honest. That's he's honest, a bro. Yeah, yeah. Most niggas who got millions of dollars probably Kodak, voted. But this is the weird. I voted for a nigger. This is this like is that. weird, but it dies back. Yeah. Like imagine, you know, anybody thinking like, damn, I'm kind of close to. Donnie over here, like, mm -hmm. if I could be cool with him, I'm gonna keep saying cool with him. He pardoned Kodak Black, our fucking U.S. president. Pardon, pardon Kodak Black and Lil Wayne, a Florida, a Florida and a New Orleans rapper, for what? Like, fucking thank God, you know, like let any man, let them live, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they shouldn't have been locked up, but like at the same time, 
Imagine one person in the whole fucking world has the freedom, the ability to say, I want you to be free. I want you to, and not only like, I want you to be free. Just, this shit's crazy to me. The coolest thing, not about Trump, but about hip hop, is we looked at them niggas yeah. and said, they're whack. And then that motherfucking VZ came out. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucking VZ. I'm gonna leave. Like, we was in the club. I was, I was in there with him. And, and, and like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, of course, Kanye's gonna be like, oh, you, you got the red hat. You got any other fucking merch? Let me throw on the jacket, too. Fucking, like, but he, make, make but America great again. Like, the re- I, I, where is he now? Where is Donald Trump now? I literally love that you like, said it like you know that. Because that's how he is mentally where... I'm pretty sure he does that when people go visit him. Oh, try on the Yeezys. Oh, I got this, I got that. Like, he probably is the same way where it's like, oh, I'm meeting a person. Let me be engulfed with you. Now, again, the reason certain dudes like Kanye are genius, Mm -hmm. my biggest hatred of him is that he put Calabasas on a pair of shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sweats. And the reason I don't like that is because, excuse me, I'm a firm believer in where you're from. If you're truly from there and you make it to a certain place, there's a kid watching you who all he wants to do is see you win. The reason I'm the biggest, like, I I made Southside hats. Whether them shit sell one or they sell one million I did that just because I grew up wanting New York cats because of Jay-Z LA cats because LA hats because of Ice Cube yeah you wearing that as J-Cap and that was cool to me mm-hmm. but I was just like man we weren't allowed to wear that at school like just like there was so much politics because of gangs and shit that I was like you know what I'm gonna make a purple and blue Southside hat Kid could take that to Oak Grove. It ain't associated with no gangs and none of that. Just because where we're from, there's a kid who is always going to be watching. If I make it to the plateau to where I'm on the breakfast club, I'm not going to suddenly say I'm from the Bay Area now. How many niggas from, from the Bay Area do that? Yeah. Niggas actually can't even say where Sweetie from. They can't. Where is she from? San Francisco. San Francisco? Yeah. No way. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't even... Think about Shout it. Shout out Kaylani. I think she was just on the Breakfast Club too. I don't know she, if she said where she was she from. Was, she said San Francisco. Oh, uh, did she? So, uh, you, you Breakfast yeah, Fan Club? I, I watch all that. Break, breakfast Fan Club fan. <laughs> I, but I am part of the Breakfast Fan Club. Yeah, we you eat really, donuts over here. Yeah, feel me. But Shout out Breakfast Club at uh, on the West Side San Jose. Oh, oh that's yes. Part, that's that's what, a good ass That's spot. just Max, oh bro. Oh I, my God. Breakfast sandwich. Trust me. Hey, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. So, but when he did, when he put Calabasas on some sweats, that irked me just because it was like, this man, I know there's a kid in Chicago who, forget if he could afford those shoes or not. Yeah. He can't even brag about you making those shoes. Because it's what it says on that. It's got a fucking hella millionaires live in that neighborhood. The average house in that neighborhood is $2.6 million. Yeah. Sound like San Jose to me. What? Ooh. <laughs> and we're, and we're talking about Calabasas. That, Shit, that's just crazy. Gentrification of motherfucking <laughs> But yes, sir. There's a kid from the South Side of Chicago who looked at that, looked at those pair of shoes, and was like, 
why would I wear them? Yeah. I, I can't wear them. Why would I? Yeah. You didn't do this for me. Yeah. And that was my only that was my only gripe on Kanye was just yeah. because it's like he's always been Mr. Chicago. Yeah. In his songs, he was he was shy town everything. I'm the savior of Chicago. He said that in I didn't say that. I didn't call him that. He said I'm putting Chicago on the map like Jordan did. I didn't say that in a song. You did. So that's why I you know I call hypocrisy out on everybody. If I get trust me, if I become a billionaire and I start claiming the Hamptons. I hope everybody in San Jose be like, we don't claim him. <laughs> yeah. I hope that. Yeah. That keeps me on my square. But that's where Kanye is still an artist. Because mm. I'm pretty sure he could explain to me why he put, you know, he could explain to me. It's the, it's when other people try to, where I have to put it down. Because I'm yeah. like, until he explains it, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. But that he, that's where he's super an artist, though. Is he could do that, and I gotta just sit back and watch. I can't be too angry. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Man, that's the fucking truth, though. I mean, once you hit that point in your career, I mean, I mean, Kanye also is a fucking is a unicorn. You get what I'm saying? Like he's definitely one the of unicorn. the greatest to ever do the, the music, unicorn. the fashion, the impact on culture. Like he's literally just like there's really nobody. He's a billionaire on top of it. Yeah. On top of sticking true to himself and, like, doing everything that he loves, he fucking touched that B. How you know many, what I'm how many like, niggas folded clothes at the Gap? Like, and just in general. Shout out like, Gap. Like, like, yeah. like, <laughs> That's crazy. They didn't, by the way, fuck you Gap in Oak Ridge. <laughs> I'm saying that I hope you're listening. I hope that they are player moves only fans and they're listening. Fuck y'all because I applied... <laughs> When I was like 18, yeah. and because it was my first like real like application, all the other jobs I had passed were just like some family gave it to me and yeah. they were just hooking me up with some money real quick. This was the first time I applied this job. It's like a corporation. I didn't know what when they said what what how many hours do you desire? I was just putting some shit down. I didn't know like there was like a I didn't know you had to put 40. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I literally, my nigga, I literally put 24 on that bitch. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a lot. I could chill here for a good 24. <laughs> four, hey, four hours, six days. That makes sense. That's a, that sounds like 24. Yeah. Y'all said I could choose my hours. I thought that's what they were telling me. Choosing yeah. your hours. No. They called me yeah. for that interview and they was like, we'd hire you, but you dumb as fuck. <laughs> So fuck y'all niggas. I was young and yeah. you 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 missed out on a great hire. But what happened was is how many people work at the gap? Yeah. That's a huge number of motherfuckers. One of them can say they have a deal with them. It's Kanye West. Sheesh. A former Fucking gap crazy. employee. I worked at McDonald's. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be a couple. It's gonna be a minute before they be like, hey, "You want it? You want the Travis you want, Scott deal? You want, you want the uh, Trizzy meal? <laughs> yeah, you want the Trizzy meal? <laughs> Trizzy meal gonna be whack as fuck. By yeah. the way, because we bringing back the chicken selects. You know what I'm saying? We bringing them shits back. But that's why. That's where even in my small, even if you hate on the Trump shit, if you're if you're a hater of that, yeah, you gotta. If you hate on Kanye West, you're kind of hating on the idea of, like, kind of just being a genius. Like, that sounds weird to say because it's what, that's what he says. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's, 
He is just a fucking a one of one. It's like, like one of one, man. You, there's never gonna be another Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like, Travis Scott is gonna do big things. Travis Scott's gonna he do could, big he things. He can touch a B, but like Tyler the Creator, Tyler Creator can they touch a B. All could do all these, but they will never be Kanye. You know what I mean? And like, now keep in mind, this is coming from a person who, because I know Pierre and all my homies, they watching like I. We got him to talk about Kanye. I'll say this right now just to shut them niggas up. I still think Pharrell better. <laughs> yeah. Pharrell did more to me. Yeah. But we, I all, feel like, we uh, all know what Kanye I want to say man. Pharrell is very much like the low-key version. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's somebody that, that did big things but didn't ask for the attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye knows that. When he goes out, I'm going to talk like this and I'm going to get fucking wild. Like, what, what did he say Ooh. to Sway? What did he say to Sway? Oh, uh, you ain't got the answer, You ain't Sway. got the answer, Sway. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit will fucking have millions. Everybody, everybody sitting at home is going to be like... What the fuck? Like, did he just fucking yell at Sway? You know what I'm saying? But, like, Pharrell that wasn't true. the type going out. He wasn't fucking like, like, I'm the fucking, I'm the BBC fucking king. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was very much like, I'm going to fuck with Nigo. Nigo's, you know, dropping this sick-ass fucking bape. Um, now we're buddies. Now, you know, he's kind of not doing his thing with, with bape. Let's start BBC. Let's get this shit popping. Oh, we got human made. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was very much, like, low-key with uh, it. You know uh, what I'm saying? In your fucking face. Yeah. You <laughs> said like, that. There you, know you go. Saying? I like so, that. So, no, like, that's true. And, and at the same time, doing Despicable Me soundtracks. Uh, fucking, like, he's very just low-key. This is doing his thing. Now, this is my, I had, I got to get a Pharrell nerd moment out. He's the only the reason he's so cool to me is because at his highest point in 2003, yeah. he ran 43% of the uh, 43% of the radio he either was vocally on or he produced. Or produced. Yeah. That's amazing. We talked about Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake had his run and he was, that's like you could hear Pharrell. Like remember I told you, yeah. it sounded like he was yeah. in the fucking, the, but, like, he's on the, he's there. But the physically. reason that is cool. Yeah. Is because in 2003, Kanye dropped his first album. Mm. Now, if you talk about Kanye, College Dropout is always one of the main things people mention, right? Low, like you said, low key versus outlandish. Exactly. Pharrell's first album, in my mind, not only is a flop, like sales wise, mm. In the year 2006, if you would have asked people if they listened to it, they would have said no. The reason Pharrell, as just a music nerd, people got to kind of like, you got to study it. Everything they said was whack of his got copied. People made fun. People don't get People made fun of when they heard he was working with NSYNC mm -hmm. back in 1999. Because he was, but he's very much behind the scenes type he's, dude. Like he's he, that guy. He's like, hey, I could give you some. I'm, I'm sure. Like who knows how he is in the studio, but I'm, I'm imagining Pharrell more like, hey, I could give you an idea. Let, let me see if you, if you fuck with this. And he starts, you know, doing his thing on the beat. To the two people I've and, ever talked to, big mentors in my life who yeah. have been in the studio with mm -hmm. Pharrell. Oh, okay. I've never been in the studio for real. Yeah. I've never even gotten close to the nigga. Mm. So let's get that out the way now. But you've been in rooms with people that have been I've in been rooms in, with him? I've been yeah. in full on like dinner conversations yeah, where like 
I keep just asking about this guy because yeah, yeah. they to them that's just oh that's just for real that's for real that's P, hey, that's P. <laughs> yeah we talk about him he's P yeah. to me that's that's my Superman yeah so they always said the same thing he comes in and he talks to you and he's like oh well you know I feel that alright cool that's what you're thinking that's where your mind's at cool and then starts playing whatever he thought that meant. Mm. So when he was doing them Justin beats, everybody points at the clip where Pharrell says, oh, those, those beats were originally for Michael Jackson. They were. They were. But not the lyrics. Yeah. That's where P and Chad are different. He was sitting in the studio and he was like, you're the lead singer of NSYNC. I can't give you the same shit I was going to give Michael Jackson. No offense to you, sir, but you're not Michael Jackson. Wait, who's Chad? Uh, Chad Hugo. Oh, Chad Hugo. Yeah, one half of the Neptunes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love me some Chad. Yeah. Gotta mention, nobody Mm. mentions Chad because, you know, they're racist. But but nah, it's him and Chad, like, they, they would construct all those records together. Yeah. And Pharrell's exact words that he said in an interview one time was you have to make you're making the lead singer of NSYNC cool that's what we were doing writing those wrong, writing those songs and making those beats he's going into the studio and he's listening to what you want and he's like huh you're Jay-Z yeah um, you know what you have all the bang bang shoot em up records here's change clothes or I just want to love you. Like, here's that. Here's front. Oh, the clips? All your beats need to be hard because you're rapping about cocaine. All your beats need to be dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he's thinking that level. People don't think like that. Again, going back to the one word, intent. If you're intent, if I was working with Pusha T, mm. like, I was making this music video, that shit would feel like Scarface. I want people to feel the good and bad effects of being a kingpin. But if I was working with Bieber, guess what? Be a little bit more hunky-dory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a little bit more happy. But care. It's caring enough. You know? Like people, what you're actually putting out. People, the one, the, the difference, the uh, main difference between Pharrell and Kanye is Kanye cares, but he cares about, like, he'll take that song. That same person who talk, told me about how Pharrell was in the studio told me, like, yeah, Kanye, would he'd have your verse, hook, but they were his. Mm-hmm. If you said you just wanted the beat, he'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> but he intended for that to be on his album. Yeah. That shit that's on a black album, if Jay-Z didn't use it, Kanye would use that for College Dropout. That's Kanye. And so that's, like, it's all about how you care as an artist. If you care... People are gonna fuck with it, man. Hell yeah. Pharrell, Pharrell's a big person of care. Kanye's yeah. a big person of care. Uh, man, so. fuck, that resonates a lot with me. And I, I mean, with fucking both of us, right? Because I think it's very safe to say that what we do, we care about. And, Hell yeah. And like, fuck whoever watches, fuck the views, fuck whatever. The fact is that when we put out our content, and this goes for anybody, uh, musicianists, um, uh, content creators, Whatever it is that you might do that involves creating and putting it out on the internet for 
like feel free. Yeah, Swag. Sorry, it's a little funny. Oh, it's Gucci. Man. Um, you know, you, berry. yeah, you you fucking you're making yourself vulnerable so that way you can express your vision and fucking inspire the next Kanye or the next fucking Playboy Cardi, the next fucking who knows who. But they're gonna see that red suit and be like, fuck. You know, one day I'm going to be on a stage and I might not want that exact red suit, but I remember fucking Trizzy E was wearing this red suit and something about it really like gravitated towards me. So now when I get on stage, I'm going to have a fucking red jacket with these <laughs> with these black details. Yeah. And on the inside, I might have a floral print. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it just, and it's so much deeper than like surface level. You and me are on the same page with that because I was in, I was a freshman in high school. This is for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, by the way. Nah. SMR, you know. Or is that what it's called? AM. AMR. I think it's. Uh, I'm AMR. bad. I'm AMR. bad with. Oh, ASMR. ASMR. Oh, ASMR. SMH. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I just spilled this uh, truly on me, but that's why we got this water resistant. Uh, oh no, North he, came, hey, right he came through clutch with the North Face. I know it's cold outside right now, <laughs> but feeling like a step out here. But uh, I'm no, nah, we're on the same page just because. I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. When I saw, again, speaking of Kanye West, it's who you inspire, it's how much you care, attention mm. to detail. That fucking runaway performance, dude. Him, he's standing the on VMAs? stage. Yeah, yeah. He's standing on a stage with the beat pad. Dude, just crazy. One note. Crazy. In a red suit. I didn't, I remember that, I remember that day. I'm watching it in I don't remember the song. I know it's Runaway Now, but at the moment, you could have said the nigga is performing fucking We Are the World. I've been like, oh, that's cool, cool, Kanye. What the fuck is he wearing? He's wearing a Christian Dior. I know the exact type. It's a Christian Dior custom Italian red suit. It's Richard Pryor wore a red suit on live in concert. Robert De Niro in the movie Casino wore a red suit. Quinn Tarantino on uh, his Kill Bill promo run wore a red suit. Oh, you fucking, you, you knowledgeable. <laughs> I, <laughs> he, he knows. But yeah, you pay of, attention to a lot of detail for each sure. One of I my influences wore it. Yeah. So in my head, when I was just writing the Hitman story, I was like, oh, that just looks cool. Until you start breaking it down. Yeah. I tell my homies, everything goes back to drug dealing. So when you start breaking down the pound and start putting in individual bags, you start saying, oh, this red suit is dated 10 years. The idea may be four years old, but the red suit dates back 10. Yeah. Everything's about care. So when you say a kid who's like young right now looking at me, man, I hope he's looking at me and yeah, you see the suit. Take it a step further. Look at look at the nails and go, ooh, okay. You know what? I don't really want to paint my nails, but you know what we gonna do this time? We gonna do we gonna do a a Cat Williams bob cut. That I'm gonna do that on on stage. Yeah. Oh, you know what? He smoked currency smoking weed in videos, but he's doing only joints. I'm gonna smoke weed in video only bongs though. Like, it's how you be you. Because I'm so mean that, yeah, I got the red suit, but people forget. Kanye wore it. Everybody I said wore it. Yeah. I posted a picture of my Instagram story today. The Rock wore a red suit. The Weeknd did my shit before me. Yeah. People don't don't associate. At least when they talk to me, they don't. Yeah. 
and it's not because oh I'm trying to not I'm trying to be original. Yeah, I am, but it's like you said, if you're a kid watching, mm, okay, I like the setup, but I wouldn't put the lights in. Like I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, he got the turntable. I'll put. You know what I'm saying? Is I want a kid to look at, at all of our moves and be like, I'm, break it down. Yeah, and I'm, a, and I'm a and I'm a and I'm a dissect it to where my friends are annoyed. Yeah. And yeah, and at, the, and at the end of the day, like this is um, really like a, a passion of mine. Like I, I always wanted to bring this shit to life as far as like having a, a talk show, a podcast. Right. But um, yeah, no, this is all inspiration uh, driven. Like, you know, I've always wanted to just do something. But as a younger kid, I don't think I had those influences, those inspire, those people inspiring me to do something like this. So. I kind of wanted to create it myself, so that way whoever does watch it, any anybody that might come across it, even like family members, whatever, you know, they might see this and just be like, "Fuck, that's sick." I might have done that different. You know what? I'm gonna do that now. See, you I'm, know what I'm saying that's I, just crazy. I've always been that. Though. Yeah. Like, I was the kid in high school who, yeah, I was in theater class and I was doing shit like that, but it was like, I was the kid who told my homies. Yeah, do rap. Like, I was always, like, I wanted to do a podcast when I was a senior. That was 2013. That's before podcasts got big. And not. I'm not saying I'm a visionary at all. No, God, no. I'm saying... You I, just knew that you wanted well, to... Well, I wanted to be, be a radio host. I saw what the Breakfast Club and Hot 97 were doing, and I was like, I'm better than them niggas. Yeah. And, like, I'm kind of delusional in that sense. But I'm not delusional enough to just jump out the window and just say, you know what, we're going to make it, we're going to be the breakfast. Like, no, no, no. You got to be different so you kind of humble yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's so original that, like, on the season finale, I had this uh, Instagram caption, and the caption was very simple. This whole show was a representation of intention over attention. It's, we all want to be the biggest thing. I, I, I hate when people say, oh, I'm not doing this for views. Well, we're not, but if we got a lot, we wouldn't be mad at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's more, but when I say it's intention over intention, this show is a great example of it. It's, okay. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to talk to who I want to talk to. I'm going to have what I want up here. Fuck what you think. That's intent. Attention is, you know what? What What are the algorithms saying about me? You know what? If I hear the word algorithm when I'm trying to create some shit again, I'm going to smack somebody. <laughs> I hate that fucking word. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The audience. What's, what's your core audience? Well, you know what? My core audience is weed smokers. Who got no nothing but time on their yeah. hands? Yeah, no. When it comes to this, too, <laughs> the corporation like, and, don't want to hear and that. And I feel like you, you know, you very much face these challenges as you are creating content because you do want your, you know, content to be seen by as many people as you can because, you know, you just you feel like you're offering something. Yeah. But 
it got to a point where I was thinking like, damn, what's a good time to post? Excuse me, what's a good time to post the YouTube video? What's a good time to post the Instagram post? And then it got to a point where I was like, man, fuck, what this time is a good fucking time to post anything? This shit becomes I'm gonna, mad. I'm gonna post whatever the fuck I want because I feel like posting. You know what I mean? This so, shit becomes mad. Yeah. And when I hear people talk about creating, I'm like, when did we? Like, whenever I saw people create as a kid, it was literally, I'm making a thing, and the only calculated they think, thing they had was, when we drop. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like, you know what, April is smart. Like, like yeah. it was, you did things because you had an intent. Mm -hmm. If we dropped the, uh, we dropped the season finale of the show. Mm -hmm. The day before the 20th anniversary of In Search Of by N.E.R.D. It's my favorite album of all time. Mm -hmm. Shout out, like, again, Pharrell nerd here. But oh, yeah. that album changed my life. I heard that and I realized, like, there is no black and white. There's, or at least when it comes to music, I'll say that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's no black and white. Because before that album, there, white music was rock and Britney Spears and I got made fun of for that. Mm. Rap music was too ghetto for even my white family members. Like, whoa, 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 you're playing Man in the House? Like, what are you doing? Like, my grandparents thought, like, like they were gonna get shot for just listening to it. Yeah. So, you had these two dichotomies of people looking at each other like, we can't listen to you, we can't listen to you. Fuck you. Until... Two black dudes and an Asian dude, Pharrell, Shay, and Chad, make this In Search of album Nerd. that's all rock. Yeah, there's the UK version. That's a that's way too nerdy for even we can get into yeah. right now. But <laughs> yeah, there's the UK version that's yeah. actually like electronic and hip hop beats. But that's not the one that came out to America. That's not the thing yeah. that made them famous. Yeah, it's the rock version. Mm -hmm. They're singing, rapping on that shit. Clips and Khalees are on that shit. Yeah. That's, so it's like, the intent of all these things are important because if we're creators and we start looking at, well, what are people, what are audiences going to think? Mm -hmm. That shit like that don't get made. Yeah. If Kanye would have cared about audience when it came to the college dropout, the nigga would have been talking about drugs. Been, yeah, it wouldn't have been college dropout. Wouldn't it have been, been, been what it was. Jesus Walks would not be your first single. Yeah. Intent over, intention over attention all day. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a solid intent, you're always gonna be good. That's fucking crazy. You're to think, always gonna be and good. And to think too, like, and this is just a side note, like, yeah, go ahead. now he's very religious and, you know, drops like all these messages about God and whatever, right? His drops whole albums, projects. But like, dude, we've seen this coming from Jesus, from Jesus Walks. Like, Jesus yes. Walks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, it, it was, it's not new. All For people to see, like, this new album, like, what the fuck is this? Like, bro, he's been, like, leading to that. Like, you know what, what I mean? Uh, what do you say on uh, "Can't Tell Me Nothing"? Uh, I said that's to God, one of the best songs of all I time. I said to too. God, I will find my way to heaven. Fuck it, I spent a ball on a necklace. Yeah, He's yeah. telling you, niggas, I'm having real troubles with this whole thing right now. Like, yeah. I want God, but like, I'm trying to ball too. Right yeah. Now. Yeah, like, yeah. we over here. We yeah. in Paris. Like, shit popping. Fucking crazy, man. And like. That's intent. He's always been the same dude. Exactly. Tyler Crater. I hear in some of his earlier shit, 
call me when you get lost. On his first shit, he's got the same type of little mannerism. You're like, oh, you wanted this. You couldn't get there yet. Yeah. I know by putting this on. It wasn't on, cool yet. By putting this on and putting the fake chains and shit on, like, just for fun. I know what I'm aiming towards. It looks whack as fuck now. I'm just saying that just to, like, kind of be facetious. Yeah. But, like, it looks random. Again, going back to caring too much. Yeah. It looks like all this is for nothing to some people. Until you tell them, like, no, 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 no. I have, a, I have this thing called a long-term game. You wanted a couple thousand plays and free drinks at the club. That's what niggas really want. Yeah. They want to go to the club. That's me playing. Can I get my... Fr- no? Okay. So it's... $20 for the Hennessy? Okay, cool. <laughs> but that's me? No, okay, cool. Yeah. That, they want that. Yeah, straight up. I want the complete opposite. You don't know who the fuck I am. You, without this red suit, I might as well be a fly on the wall until you go home and you're like, that's the nigga we were sitting across from? Because I've been in those rooms where I'm like, I don't know who this nigga better been like. He look cool as fuck over there. Yeah. What'd you say his name was? Oh, okay, cool. Go home, Google that nigga. He wrote everything. And fall down the rabbit hole of everything that <laughs> this wrote, dude's done. Yeah. This nigga wrote fucking 40 year old version? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, true story, by the way. Yeah, That's really? a true story. Wow. Didn't know who the fuck I was. I was in high school. Didn't know who the fuck was at that restaurant in LA. I'm just like. People keep kind of saying hi to him, like he okay, but he looked because he looked mad Jewish, like had a hella like a scrub, like nigga looked broke as fuck. I was like you, I was clowning him. I'm like my shoes better than yours, and we got the same New Balances on. Like you're whack. No, you're Judd Apatow. You're the writer and executive producer of Forty Year Old Virgin, Super Bad. Like I go to, you look broke to a nigga who actually is broke. That's what I'm talking about. That's intent. That nigga never made any of those movies to be seen at that restaurant. He made them so when I went home and realized who the fuck he was, I'm I'm like, damn, I should have bothered him. Yeah. That's intent. Attention is what everybody thinks they want until they get it. Until they really can't go to the club and they're just standing. You ever see those videos of like rappers just standing in the club? Yeah. And everybody just like this? Nigga just trying to drink some Hennessy. Yeah. Smoke his blunt. Why y'all all got a phone on this nigga? And, and, the, and those are the guys too that are just standing there like, I'm just getting this money. I'm just, like it's, it's a networking thing. You know, they're getting the bag for the, the for real pulling peop- up. The real people that are having sex with the fans are his homies. The real people that are getting all the free shit are his homies. homies. Yeah. Everybody that's getting all the, like, the cool shit that we all talk about are his homies. They're the ones who were probably like, yeah, this shit fly as fuck. Hell yeah. All that nigga wants to do is go home and watch Big Bang Theory. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I see a lot of these rappers, like, Lil Baby looks sad. Yeah. Lil Lil Baby, like, he literally looks like. He don't want to be at the Met. He literally, yo, I was about like, thank you. Like, he literally looked like, yeah. oh, man, like, we were shooting dice before we came here. Like, we was having a good-ass time. Yeah. 
but it's intent. Yeah. If you ask a lot of young creators, all they can say when it comes to their intent is they want to get on. They want followers. They want this. They want that. And that's cool. But just know what happens when that comes. You ain't going to chill with your niggas. That girl you've been trying to hang out with, guess what? I hope she like being on the move. My homegirl literally has now seen that. Okay, I'm not even, and I'm not even a popping nigga. I just do a lot. Mm. So I'm in LA for four days. Then when I'm back home, I'm so fucking tired that it's like, yeah, we're just watching Game of Thrones. And I'm falling asleep halfway through. I don't even know. Who is this nigga? Like, you know, who is he? When did he come into the, the show? Yeah. Craziness. Yeah, but intent. Yeah. Because if it's intent, when I have those free times, no one's angry about like, oh, being busy or being, because they know the intent is always, all right, he got his shit done. When that comes, when that comes out, mm -hmm. he going to be, he's chilling. He's not stressed. Yeah. It's when you want attention that you make the song or you make the show. And then even when the show comes out, you're just going like this. <sighs> yeah. That's, so that's my whole thing. It's like being an artist is all about your intent. And even if you are, if you, even if your intent is trying to be the most popping nigga, mm -hmm. I hope you care. I hope you care. Because if you get lucky, follow up. Because if you don't care, you won't follow up. You're going to take your money and run and then wonder why you don't have any a year later. That's intention over attention. If, you only, yeah. if you're only here for attention, guess what? You're going to look up and realize you got no attention. Because everybody, everybody going to look up and be like, you ain't popping, my nigga. Hell yeah, man. M fucking. We just unloaded so much shit in, in an hour and 41 minutes. Craziness. And honestly, I feel like the music shit we could talk on all day. We're definitely going to have to do a... Uh, a follow-up for sure. I'm letting you know right now, any podcast I've been on, I've not only been there, probably longest episode. <laughs> I, we got the shit across. We got some <laughs> shit. We got some shit. Hell yeah, bro. Well, fucking Trizzy, bro. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, you want to tell the camera uh, what you got coming up? Um, anything that people can be on the look for? Uh, all right. All right. Let's just go down yeah, this yeah, list. Go for it. Uh, we got... Damaged Goods by Gift coming out soon. Uh, we got some content pieces directed by me and my uh, sister Asia coming out very soon for him. We got season two of the Too Late with Trizzy E show. We're looking at that January. Not going to say if it comes out before swag, but <laughs> at the latest January because yeah. I, I do need to sleep at some point. But then last but not least, uh, I have something coming out in like late November. It's called it's called Trizzy E One Night Only. And it's me really doing my biggest fear in front of people. Okay, and this is gonna be on the YouTube channel. This is uh yeah uh, all of everything you're seeing is either gonna be on my YouTube channel or gifts. So if it's cool. gifts content, it's on his. If it's mine, it's on mine. But cool. anytime, you know, you see me, just know, 
shit's coming. You know what I'm saying? Shit's coming. Because if shit ain't coming, I'm in that room. I'm in that office down the hall just (laughs) riding away, man. But uh, fuck with my homeboy, Gift. Fuck with Pierre Pierre. Fuck with uh, Asian Visuals. From Love. We're a worldwide corporation, everybody. (laughs) Fuck with us. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. And um, there was something that I did want to touch on. Oh, the hats. Where can people purchase those hats? The East and Southside. So glad you asked, because guess what? We trying to pay for a rent over here. It's hard to live in San Jose, and it ain't fucking easy if you ain't got a hat, my nigga. All right? (laughs) So go to PierrePierreProductions.net. Go to the shop section. Scroll. It's going to be right there. South side hat, east side hat. If you're from the east, you get a nice black and white hat that you get to wear with your Raiders gear. And if you're from the south, a nice purple and blue, just to let you know that you're one of the flyest niggas in the Bay Area of all time. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, man. This is a Player Moves Only podcast, flyest podcast in the motherfucking city. And we are here with Trizzy E, man. We out this bitch.